Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. Thrilled to talk to our next guest. He's a once-in-a-hundred-year athlete, a national and international champion across rugby union, rugby league, boxing. Sonny Bill Williams has had a huge career and it hasn't been without hardship and a couple of falls from grace here and there. For the first time, we hear his story in his own words with his new book, You Can't Stop the Sun from Shining. Sonny Bill Williams, hello. Hey, guys. How are you? It's great to be here. Thank you. Good. Thanks, Sonny Bill. So nice to talk to you. Uh, It's interesting reading about your uh, your upbringing. A shy boy uh, in Auckland, an Aussie mum, a Samoan dad wanting to play NRL, obviously, with a real gift. But you say you had low self-esteem that you say comes from an Islander mentality. What What do you mean by that? Well, I think just collectively, uh, Amanda, how we were raised, where we come from, um, collectively we come from low-income households, low-decile areas. Uh, you know, in my household growing up, I never saw anyone in a position of power, influence, it was all low-income jobs. Uh, so in my household, it was never really, I was never really sat down and told by my father or, or, or spoken to by my father about thriving in professional spaces, high-performance areas. Mm. Um, it was all about surviving, you know, paycheck to paycheck. It wasn't about thriving. So I think when you grow up in that type of uh, household, and for me, added, you know, the struggle of, not feeling too, not feeling wide enough, or not feeling uh, Islander enough. I was always caught in the middle. It just added to the struggles that I faced with the Samoan mentality. Mm. Um, but through growth, through education, through um, putting on the uh, vulnerability hat and going into places where I never thought possible, I've been able to. I guess empower myself through that process, and I'm I'm really proud of the man I am today. Well, good on you. I didn't realise when you were young that you were horribly burnt on your legs in a in a chip oil accident. Someone was cooking chips on the stove inside, the uh, boiled over, and there was a fire, and they ran out and they threw the oil, and it went on your legs. Ooh. Yeah, it was a. It was funny when um, uh, Alan Duff. So he's he's the guy that wrote my book. He actually is the guy that wrote Once We Warriors. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen that. Yes. Um, so it was a it was, it was a cool process working with him. But we had to do it obviously uh, with the whole COVID restriction stuff. We did it via Zoom. But um, he'd, he'd send me a couple of text messages and he'd say, oh, look, "We're going to talk about this. We'll talk about that." So he said, "Oh, we want to talk about some traumatic stuff from your your childhood." And I couldn't think of anything. One night in bed, my wife said to me, oh, what about your burns on your legs? And it it just really triggered um, a real emotional response in me, you know, because I'd probably subconsciously just pushed it down because it was such a traumatic experience. But that, you know, I remember going to school uh, in intermediate, so when I was about 10, 11, and I never really, I, you know, was teased about my legs when I was young, but it's just water off a duck's back. But, you know, when you hit puberty, I remember that first day of going to school, and girls stopping looking and saying, oh, my gosh, look at those legs, you know. Mm. I was called Kentucky Fried Chicken Legs um, throughout my school. But from that day, um, the next day I wore pants. You know, I dropped out of school at 14, but for the next three years or whatever it was, I wore pants every day. So, you know, those type of things. Um, through this whole process of writing the book, why it's been such a therapeutic journey because I understand uh, what, why I was the way I was, but I understand what I need to do in order to, you know, um, 
empower myself and, and be able to mm. be more confident. And, and I look at you, there was, there was a time when you were just mired in controversy, switching clubs. Uh, there was a time someone wanted to shoot you in King's Cross. There was the public sex incident that everyone seemed, seemed to talk about. Then, But you've managed to redeem yourself and uh, come full circle. For yeah, think, that being too cliched, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, I, but I think when I look back at that young man, I just see a, um, you know, my empathetic heart goes out to him because he's just a lost boy trying to find himself. You know, on the field, the way that I played, you know, the big hits, the the crazy offloads. It looked like I was full of confidence, but I was far from it. Um, you know, and. I was playing some unbelievable footy at the time when I when I took off to France, but I was deeply, deeply sad off the field. And I think, you know, I just wish that I had the mindset I have now, the confidence that I have now, because things would have been a lot different. But I just see a young man, um, a a a product of society, just following following wherever. Uh, whoever, my own desires, no boundaries, nothing like that. And I ended up where I was, and it was a sad time. But mm. um, like like another cliche, with hardship comes ease. Uh, with with you know they say from the depths of the, only from the depths of the darkest darkness can you reach the highest of lights, and that's what I strive to do each day. You know, I strive to do that each day um, through being, you know, that wholesome person that I always believed that I, I was meant to be. But it's uh, it's a struggle, it's a grind, but but um, that's the discipline that I've put into my footy career and the sportsman. I put that into myself as now, mm. daily. You you talk about how toxic the, the the NRL culture can be, and I know you found a commitment to Islam, and that's given you some structure and commitment in your life. What advice do you give to other younger players who who might be a bit lost? Um, it's a hard one because you know these young people that uh, we're so um, you know uh, we prop up because you know they're the best in the world at what they do. All of a sudden. We think, well, you know, they're a picture of success, so they have to be a picture of success off the field. You know, we think that they have it all worked out, but we've got to understand, just like in society, everyone, we all make mistakes when we're young. These people will make mistakes, but I think if if I was to give advice to youngsters, it would be that just, um, you know, remove the naiveness and true strength is the one that stands stands by themselves if need be. You don't just need to follow the leader, which we always seem to be, uh, think that that's the cool thing to do. Um, but also give yourself a bit of grace and, uh, and, and try and find something that's greater than yourself that will give you those boundaries to um, keep you on the straight path, whether that is, you know, understanding that when you stuff up, um, it's going to not only affect yourself, it's going to embarrass your close ones, your family, uh, your community. And I think when I, you know, when especially young uh, Islanders, Maldives, um, they understand that, they get their skin in the game because family means so much to us. Mm. And you certainly know it. And Sonny Bill, it's so great to see that uh, you've you've come full circle. The, the autobiography is fantastic. And you didn't have to go on SAS, SAS Australia to do it. You didn't have to find redemption on that TV show. So that's a good thing. Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, everyone's different. You know, my, I can only speak on, on my journey, and that's been my journey. Uh, I used to think that, um, you know, my empathetic heart, feeling sorry for others, um, 
you know, being a bit too emotional at times, that was a weakness. You know, I came through rugby league in the early 2000s where the mindset was train hard, play hard, drink hard, you know, and leave your emotions at the door. Whereas now I see it as a true strength. And, um, and you know, although it was very uncomfortable, the process of going through my book and talking about things I probably don't want to talk about, um, just like I'm work, working on TV now, I understand that to help, you know, the young person that I was, uh, I need to be vulnerable enough to understand that I need to speak that talk, walk that talk, so to speak. So um, that's all I'm trying to do, you know. Well, and you're doing well, a great you, job on Fox with the Rugby Union. I'm yep. loving your Super work job. there too. So I, nice to talk to you. You can't stop the sun from shining. Is out now. Sunny Bill Williams, thank you for joining us. Thanks, guys. You have a great day. Thank Love you. Love yourself. Oh, I could talk to him forever. Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.